This podcast was first broadcast on Mix 92.6. Go to mix926.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts. And if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around Hertfordshire and from further afield. COP27 is coming up next week in Egypt and the eyes and hopes of the world will once again be on world leaders to come to an effective agreement to save us from the climate crisis. Unfortunately, neither our monarch nor our prime minister will be there to join the discussions and to show that the UK regards climate change as an urgent and important issue. But with this year's record-breaking heatwaves, both in this country and abroad, droughts in the US and Africa, floods in Pakistan and Australia, and even that incredible storm we had here in Hertfordshire a couple of weeks back, followed by the bizarrely warm weather, it's now obvious that climate disruption is already happening and is already affecting our lives. Now, with the UN warning that we have no credible pathway to keeping global temperature rise to the 1.5 degrees Celsius that scientists say should be our safe limit, climate action could not be more urgent. Whilst we certainly need action and leadership right from the top from those leaders at COP27, we really need action at all levels. And some argue that community level is the sweet spot for effective action. Enter the Sopwell Eco Stars. Now, Sopwell's an area to the south of St Albans and it already boasts a community garden and a new community hall and cycle hub, both of which we've heard about here on Environment Matters. So who are the Eco Stars and, well, what are they doing? Here to tell us more is Kate Swindells. Kate, thank you ever so much for joining me today. So just to start off with, who initiated the Sopwell Eco Stars and I suppose what was the impetus behind their creation? Sure. So um, it was me and Gail Jackson, who was who used to be a trustee of Sustainable St Albans, and Chantal Burns, who with me is part of Heart Community Group, which is a real um, climate adaptation and resilience group at Hertfordshire wide. And we're all Sopwell residents, so we're all kind of seeing the impacts that climate and, and nature crises are having um, and really wanted to do a really hyper-local response to that because um, all communities are different uh, and uh, will benefit from different approaches. So we wanted to take the local strengths and the needs of Sopwell residents uh, and, and form something that would work for them. So you mentioned the sort of hyper-local aspect there. So the Sopwell Ecostars, you're working just within Sopwell Ward in St. Thomas. What do you think are the benefits of tackling the issues around climate and climate resilience at a, at a really local community level? Well, what, we want is, what we've seen um, through working with other groups, you know, there is a lack of awareness, maybe even some denial of these issues. So we just kind of wanted to see the local leaders in the community and being able to tell local people that the people they trust, like the chair of the residents association, the local schools, all these people we want to draw in and and become a bit more cohesive and like just really 
being able to drive awareness of the, of the issues in the local social media and in the local newsletters and things like that. Okay. So what are the kind of things that you're hoping that the UK Stars will get up to? What do you have planned? Well, we have actually kicked off already. So we've got sort of a two-pronged approach. We want to be um, putting on community events um, that will help people to reduce their carbon footprints, if you like, but just not on an individual level, as at a community level. So we're put, we've already put on the start of a um, free sustainable cooking session called Seasonal Cooking for Less. We'll do that quarterly using seasonal food, including produce from the community garden and local allotments. I think food security is a big issue, kind of one of the impacts that climate's going to have more and more um, everywhere. So that's that. We're, our next event is um, our first repair fair, where you can book a slot to see if the St Albans district fixes can fix your electrical or clothing, or the St Albans cycle hub can fix your bike. So that's going to be at our, our new community centre, the Cotton Mill Community and Cycling Centre off Cotton Mill Lane. And then after that, we're planning to do clothes swaps and energy and insulation um, awareness events and films and talks. So all those kind of things are kind of be looking at reducing your carbon footprint, stopping you buying more stuff and cooking a bit more sustainably and things like that. But then also we want to be um, looking at the resilient side as well, like how prepared are we for what the climate is going to come and and what impact that could have on local communities so that's still very much in the beginnings but you know we want to explore things like how do you help your neighbours in a heat wave or are our community buildings resilient enough to withstand extreme weather events and and can they be a safe haven for local residents if we've got a huge storm or a power outage something like that. Well, it sounds like you're going to be very busy. There's a, a lot of things on the agenda there, aren't they? So how are the events that you've had so far, how have they gone down? And do you think you've made that deeper connection into your local community? It's, yeah, as we said, it's just very early days still. So, you know, we, we've put on the seasonal cooking for less session, which is quite a small session, but we had all our information out there on the side and, and it's been supported by social media at the same time with lots of awareness um, going on there. So, yeah, we can just only hope, really, that it gets through to people. Indeed. I mean, one of the things that occurs to me, Kate, is that Sopwell is one of the more deprived wards in St Albans District. And I do wonder if it's a really hard time for people at the minute. I do wonder, do you think that there might be the perception that people got more to worry about really do I need to worry about climate change on top of you know heating the home feeding the kids etc yeah absolutely um Sopwell does have pockets of deprivation is what it's called you know um and lots of people who are starting to struggle um so yeah absolutely we're very keen to to keep the line between those issues people do have so much more on so you know what we can do to help and to to save money like cooking seat with seasonal produce or you know fix your toaster find someone who can fix your toaster locally rather than go out and buy a new one is is what we want to do and obviously we can we can talk about insulating your home and putting renewables in your house but that's not going to work for everybody so this is kind of why we really want to strengthen the community buildings and and things like that so um there's something for everybody it's definitely climate is is and, and the ecological crisis definitely is a social justice issue as well. 
Indeed. And I'm wondering also if the kind of events that you've got planned are going to not just benefit the community in a physical sort of way, but actually in a sort of like a bringing the community together sort of way. Absolutely. I mean, that's planned. You know, that was part of the plan as well, that, you know, to be a resilient community is about being having deep relationships and connections between people. So the more we can bring people together in different ways, the better. So everyone, you know, you, you'll suddenly you'll know people walking down the street, going to the shop on the school run. People are going to be there to help each other if they know and trust each other. Yes, indeed. There's really good points there. Now, you're not doing this completely in isolation. You're working with some local partners. Can you tell us about the partners that you're working with on this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Sustainable St Aldens are, are obviously a brilliant organisation and uh, uh, helping us in so many different ways behind the scenes. But obviously, they've got the St Albans District Fixers as one of their groups. So they're going to come along on uh, for our repair fair and, and help us there. Um, then we've got a, a small group called Food Pals that have been running the cooking sessions. Obviously, uh, Grow Community Software, which is the community gardening project is involved you know with with lo- the local produce from there and St Albans Community Pantry who are a, like a food rescue from the supermarkets kind of project also working as a food bank um, we're heavily involved with them as well. You're actually making connections between those groups and, and, and people as well, which hopefully, again, should work really well for the community. And, of course, uh, everything requires funding. Tell us about the, the people who are helping you with funding for this. Yeah, so far, so far we've got funding for these sessions that we're running, the seasonal cooking and the repair fair and clothes swaps and things like that. The majority is haul hire and obviously the insurance and all those kind of things. So our lovely... Um, Hearts County Councillor Sandy Walkington has, has put in some money for that uh, and Waitrose also has been helping fund the seasonal cooking sessions and we also got a magic little grant from Locality which is helping overall um, with with everything which is really useful. Okay and presumably in the future you'll be looking for more funding so if anybody you know feels like making a don- donation you presumably could put it to good use? Absolutely, yes. Um, you know, it's, next year we'll be looking for, for more funding for the hall hire and putting on these events. And hopefully, you know, some of the events will will make a little money through donations and things, but we'll always need to top that up. Indeed. Now, th- this does sound like it's going to be quite a lot of work for the three of you. That, am, I, am I right about this? It seems like a major commitment. Um, well, you know, we're, we're being realistic with what we can do. Obviously, with the different sessions that we're running, there's quite a lot of people interested in the repair fair and a, a lot of different people interested in the cooking. So we have volunteers helping with those things, but kind of the core committee, the strategy and everything is us three. Okay. But for the I'm, resili- just ask, I'm just asking about that because I'm thinking somebody might be listening and thinking, hey, you know, I kind of like what you're saying here but I'm not sure about commitment or whatever. Do you think this is the kind of thing that could be set up in, in other wards around St Albans, around Hertfordshire? I'd really like to see that happen. I mean, obviously, there's things happening at a district level and a county level, but I, just, I really am quite passionate in thinking of this hyper-local model of like quite a small 20-minute neighbourhood kind of thing where you can walk. Um, or cycle to everything you need in a twin that kind of level of community that's got its own sort of identity I'd love to see other 
um, wards doing this kind of thing because you can access the funding from Hearts County Council locality budget. You can access other bits and pieces. So um, it's entirely doable. Well, that's that's good that you're you're positive about that. And if somebody was thinking, yeah, I, I'm interested, um, where where should they start? Would coming to one of your events be a good place? Could they have a chat with you, perhaps, or, or what would you suggest? Yeah, definitely. We're going to be at the repair fair um, in at the start of November. We'll give some more details at the end of the interview here. But um, yeah, do that, or you can email us through the um, Sopwell Residents Association email address. You can find that um, on our website at sopwell.org.uk. We'd love to hear from anybody who's interested. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for that that generous offer. So, um, the details of the repair fair. Just tell us about that, in case we'd like to come along. Yep, it's uh, Saturday the 5th of November between 2 and 4pm and again that's at the Cotton Mill Community and Cycling Centre, our new spangly new community centre. You need to book uh, your slot for a fix uh, via Eventbrite and those details are on Sustainable St Albans uh, website in their What's On page. Okay, brilliant. Well, I do hope that goes well and you get lots of things fixed. Kate, thank you very much indeed for telling us about that. Thanks, pleasure. I was talking there to Kate Swindells of the Sopwell Eco Stars. I'd be really interested to hear what you think. Could your area benefit from some Eco Stars? Would you be up to help, but well, you're not quite sure about the commitment? Or are you sick of signing petitions and can't wait to get stuck into something truly local and practical with lots of community and environment benefits? Well, whichever, do let me know via email. I'm on amanda.yourworth at mix926.com or look for Environment Matters on Mix92.6 on Twitter and Facebook. And don't forget the Sopwell Eco Stars Repair Fair that's running on the 5th of November between 2 and 4 in the afternoon at the beautiful new Cotton Mill Community Centre off Old Oak, which is off Cotton Mill Lane in St Albans. It's, it's totally free and I'm thinking that if even King Charles is loving taking his old stuff to be fixed, as he did at last week's repair shop on the BBC, well, shouldn't we all be thinking more about fixing what we have rather than throwing it out and buying new? The St Albans Fixers are a cheery and talented bunch, and I'm sure that the event will be both fun and productive. If you live near Harpenden, then you might be interested to know that the Harpenden-based Our Planet, Our Future will be meeting at the Harpenden Arms on the 14th of November for what they're calling Drinks with a Purpose, How Do We Meet the 1.5 Degree Commitment? Now, everybody's welcome to join them for Drinks with a Purpose. It's meant to be a relaxed chance to meet others interested in all things green. And they say that whilst there is no set agenda, they will have icebreaker questions around the theme of how we keep 1.5 degrees alive. Well, going off piste is apparently encouraged and who knows what ideas will emerge. What can we do locally, they ask. And they invite you to come and join them for a drink and a chat and to see where the evening takes you. Now, the Harpenden Arms is just a short walk from Harpenden train station and you'll find the Our Planet, Our Future group in the Pullman Room, which is upstairs. What do you think? It could be a good place to discuss the possibility of getting some eco stars up and running in your area. Sounds like a great event. 
Or if you're down in the Watford, Three Rivers and Hartsmere area, then do take a look at all the great events that are being organised for this year's Great Green Week. And that's running until the 6th of November. Now, Green Watford are coordinating the events, which they hope will draw attention to the climate change and destruction of the natural world, whilst also making a connection with these issues and actions locally. And there's all sorts of different events being held. Litter picks, bird walks, craft events, a film, a climate conversation event and, and lots more. Those were just the things that I spotted. So do go to the Green Watford website where you'll find the full programme. Don't forget that if you missed last week's show where we heard from local Just Stop Oil activist Craig Scudder or other recent shows where we heard about the health and environmental dangers of wood smoke, tips for being a money-savvy eco-student or the rise and rise of Watford's barrel bike, check out the podcast page of Mix92.6.com where you'll find those and many other great podcasts. I spotted Andy Waterfield and his guests putting supermarket own brand products to the test in taste tests do check out what they discover about that vegan stable baked beans i'll be with you at the same time next week but until then thank you for listening